the most banned network in the world. It's Tuesday, April 5th. The year is 2022. I'm Alex Jones coming to you from Connecticut. Owen Schroyer is about to be taking over from the ATX here in just a few minutes. And I've got several extremely informative reports coming up in this hour as well that I taped earlier. But first, I want to make this perfectly clear. We warned the world four and a half years ago when I got deplatformed, debanked, and persecuted at communist Chinese levels that the reason I was being demonized was because InfoWars was seen as a symbol of the American populist and a symbol of resistance worldwide. And if we continued to succeed, 1776 worldwide would occur with people declaring their independence against the World Economic Forum and the globalist New World Order. That's why I'm enemy number one. And understanding why I'm enemy number one is the key to bringing them down. And supporting and keeping us on air is critical because the enemy is obsessed with destroying us and taking us off air so they can steal our identity and misrepresent who we are worldwide and kill the idea of the American rugged individualist and populist. So we are all at the tip of the spear. The viewers and listeners of the show are so precious. We told you first they came for Alex Jones. Then they came for everybody else. And now here in Connecticut, with literally kangaroo trials where I can't defend myself and uh, I'm already guilty when it goes to the jury, they are literally setting the precedent and bragging to get rid of populist and conservatives and veterans and police officers and you name it, due process. So this is an authoritarian reign of terror taking place to shut down free speech and silence opposition. Uh, So this is the next level of the takeover, is now physically bankrupting people and putting them in jail for their speech. Look at the January 6th people. Some of them totally peaceful, still in jail. But Kamala Harris was bailing people out that were burning down people's buildings, including attacking federal buildings with Molotov cocktails. That's all mostly peaceful and good. But, oh, when conservatives walk in the Capitol peacefully, they get arrested. This is the New World Order future, where the prisons are emptied of criminals and filled with good people. This is the judicial tyranny. And that's why now more than ever, you must override them with your word of mouth, spreading this live feed, because it is the tip of the spear. It is the bat signal fired out to humanity to awaken and say no. InfoWars is the standard of resistance. You are the standard of resistance. And that's why our work is so critical. I am honored to be enemy number one. I am honored to have the enemy come after me first. But understand, as Trump always says, they're trying to get through me to get to you. So please keep us on air. Keep us in your prayers and financially support us at InfoWarsStore.com. Owen Schroyer takes over. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and we will be hearing from Alex. Um, He's already filed some reports we're going to be airing through the transmission here today on this Tuesday, April 5th, 2022. We've also got a great guest coming on who was one of the first people to break the story about the biolabs in Ukraine, and we're going to get his take on the biolabs, Russia targeting the biolabs, the Biden involvement in the Biden la- uh, biolabs, and all of that. And then here's what I have on my desk before we come back with an Alex Jones report. Big news is breaking when it comes to the election theft that took place in 2020, the presidential election theft. We've got big breaking news on that. There are some developments in the Russia versus the globalist narrative, and that's what it is. Yeah, you have Russia going into Ukraine, and they've got their agenda there, but then you have the globalist agenda that's anti-Russia, 
And they're making moves right now, just just stealing Russians' property, just saying, oh, you're a Russian billionaire. We're just going to take all your money. We're going to take your property. Just, oh, okay. So that's the globalists doing that. There's a slew of news stories today discussing mental health in this country and what's going on with women and children. Ah, well, what is the left targeted more than anything else culturally in this country, the women and children. Why are, there su- why are there suicide rates and mental health rates skyrocketing? Because that's what liberalism is. It's a mental disorder. We do also have some COVID news, some just incredible political news when it comes to what Biden and Harris are up to. It's really quite an embarrassment. All that and more coming up on today's Alex Jones Show. Waging war on corruption. It's Alex Jones. Because democracy basically means government by the people of the people. For the people. But the people are retarded. So let us say, government by the retarded, (laughs) for the retarded, Of the retarded. Even the famous cult leader guru, Osho, understood the danger of the mad howl of pure democracy that the author of the Declaration of Independence, Thomas Jefferson, warned the world about. In a republic, you generally have two parties so that the people can balance power between those. You try to separate the government into different factions in our country. We have the legislative, the executive, and the judicial. And it is that separation of powers that stops cults or gangs or organized crime syndicates or dictators, oligarchies, to be able to get control. Because you don't just split up the federal government into three branches. You then separate federal and state power. And then You have state and local power because it all comes from we the people. It's all designed to stop the type of tyrannies that have been seen destroying amazing civilizations throughout history. And so when we see what's happening in the world today under radical leftist bullying, it's mega corporations coming in and taking over governments, getting their politicians and operatives into place who swear allegiance to the code of the Davos group, which is the Bilderberg group. Klaus Schwab heads up both. And their goal, you're now seeing it, is a post-industrial world. Feudalism, making you very, very poor. And that's just the people that are allowed to survive. They want at least a 90% population reduction. Then the globalists have their private jets, their huge estates, their fabulous wealth. They enjoy all the technology. They enjoy all the medicine. They enjoy the culture. You get starved to death and killed. 
So this is really the issue of our age, and, and this is the issue for all of human history now, if we allow ourselves to go under this incredible tyranny. Just a few weeks ago, former Secretary of State Madeleine Albright died, and the media around the world celebrated her as just the most wonderful thing ever because she was the first Secretary of State who was a female. But if you look at what she actually did, she supported war, she supported sanctions that killed millions and millions of people. And just in Iraq, it was estimated by the UN, 500,000 plus children just under the sanctions that she put on Iraq during Bill Clinton's administration. Herbert Walker had already put some sanctions on them, but the Clintons tripled it at her suggestion and they wouldn't even let basic antibiotics get into the country, and a half million children died. And she famously said that it was a good price to pay. We have heard that a half a million children have died. I mean, that's more children than died when, when, in, in Hiroshima. And, and, you know, is the price worth it? I think this is a very hard choice, but the price, we think the price is worth it. It's important on this April 5th, 2022 Tuesday broadcast to pull back at a 35,000 foot view and ask yourself, why is the entire leftist media, the corporate media from Japan to Europe to the UK, Australia, the US, praising this woman two weeks after she died? It's still all over television. It's still all over the newspapers. Why? because they're rewriting history, ladies and gentlemen, while they pick out other individuals and groups who they want to villainize, who they want to demonize. And it's only when the public has very short attention spans and doesn't know about history that they're able to be manipulated with this information. Here's a case point example. Um, if you go out and ask the general public about Sandy Hook 10 years ago, a bunch of children being shot to death in Sandy Hook, Connecticut, people are going to say Alex Jones. Believe me, I'm Alex Jones. I experienced it on the street. Some people walk up to me and say, you killed the children. That's mind control. That's a dumbed down population. But that's how the Democratic Party and Hillary Clinton five years ago, six years ago when Trump was winning, got upset. They knew that I was leading a major populist movement. They said, what do we do? Well, we look at Jones's history, things he's covered, things he's questioned, and we make him the Sandy Hook man. And then anytime people talk about Alex Jones, we get to bring Sandy Hook back up and go after everybody's guns again. But more importantly, use the attack on Alex Jones to set the precedent to then take people's free speech away. And again, this could only be done with an extremely dumbed down public. And so what's happened is we don't have a separation of powers to a great extent anymore. And we have the judicial branch that is becoming its own tyranny and that is engaging in any type of activity they wish because there's no real checks and balances on them. So when you have the perfect storm of a dumbed down, historically illiterate, population with mega corporations that are extremely predatory, you get a perfect storm of what they call technocratic tyranny. And that's what this whole cashless society, programmable money uh, systems that are being announced and the world government that's being announced is actually rolling out right now. Now, remember that same corporate media for decades told you world government doesn't exist. New world order doesn't exist. There's no Bilderberg group. 
And now it's all out in the open because they're going from beta accelerating into operational. And everybody needs to be concerned about this going into operational because its plan is at least 80% depopulation by 2030. And you can see how that's now beginning all over the world. So humanity must become the checks and balances again. We must identify who the enemies are. We must understand how they've manipulated us. And we've got to say, why is Madeleine Albright a hero when she gave the orders to kill a half a million children and said on TV she was proud of it? How is George Soros, the admitted Nazi collaborator that bankrupted more than 20 nations' uh, systems and stole old people's pension funds, how is he a hero, but Alex Jones is bad? This is bigger than Alex Jones, but just think about the power of the corporate media to demonize someone for questioning events. Well, there's been so many staged events in history, and that's the ultimate crime, is questioning the official narrative. But when you actually kill a half million children deliberately, it's now a good thing. That is nothing less than mind control. So when we see men posing as women wearing admiral outfits and men in women's wrestling uh, choking out women, and, and when we see open borders and we see the Supreme Court justice nominee saying she can't say what a woman is, and we witness the devaluation of our currency and all of this, this is the checks and balances of good people not being involved, being removed, and into that vacuum comes all the tyrants, all the criminals, all the evil people. Thomas Jefferson was asked, what is the level of tyranny humans will live under? And he said, it is the level to which you will accept. There's always someone more evil to come into the vacuum when good people don't stand up. And so it's accelerating. It's getting worse and worse by the day. And people have to understand that being lazy, not being engaged, going along with political correctness is basically sucking the oxygen out of the room and it's going to destroy us. And that having courage and questioning and, and being involved and standing up against censorship is the answer. There's an article on Infowars.com today from, by Paul Watson where the big National Museum of Art in the UK is changing the names of art, taking any names that basically say Russian off of them. We have to decide who we are and what we stand for. We're going to lose our entire culture, our entire uh, civilization. It really just comes down to that. It's the decision that all of us have to make because things are only going to get worse the more we live in denial. It's only going to get better by standing up and doing the right thing. Some of us will be demonized who are at the tip of spear. That's okay. I volunteered for this because not standing up and being a total slave is a fate far worse. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Hey, everybody. If you've ever thought about heirloom beans as a storable survival food, I've got great news. In fact, I'll bet it's the best news you've heard in a while. Here's the thing. 
We've just received a fresh batch of gourmet heirloom beans, survival soup beans. These beans are gorgeous, highly nutritious, and above all, with no hesitation whatsoever, the best tasting beans in the entire world. The best part? We've dropped the price by 33% this week for listeners who know higher food prices are coming and want an inflation hedge you can actually eat if you want to. Gets even better. With your permission and with a high regard for your health and well-being, I also want to send you two pounds of what we think is the single most underrated superfood in the world, period. Go to SoupBeanSurvival.com, that's SoupBeanSurvival.com, and discover the real reason we're giving this unusual superfood away. At SoupBeanSurvival.com, that's SoupBeanSurvival.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. this special Tuesday, April 5th edition of the Alex Jones Show. Thank you for tuning in. And again, thank you for spreading the word about the broadcast. You are the power that takes this information to the next level. You are who is able to override big tech censors and the globalists who are fighting tooth and nail to suppress the voice of the people. So together, we are going to defeat these globalists. And I, again, thank you all for taking action and realizing how important your word of mouth is to override their tyranny. Separately, Owen Troyer is about to take over. I just want to remind listeners that we are fighting the globalist at point blank range with every ounce of energy and will and finances we have. And without you, we will not be able to continue on. Plus, we have great products at InfoWarsStore.com. Take advantage of them now. Palm and Block has been sold out for 11 months. It is a natural system that is wonderful for allergies uh, and hay fever and so much more. It is now back in stock, and despite the fact it's been sold out for a year, it is 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com right on time for spring. Also, we're going to sell out by Friday or so at current sales of the new 1776 coin. It's a three-part series. It's limited edition. There will only be 10,000 of this coin made. There'll be 10,000 of the next coin made, and then that's it, the three-part series. It's a founder coin, meaning it's being used to really uh, energize our operation and ensure that we're not taken off the air. And then everybody that does become a founding uh, member by buying the coin, if you put your email in uh, when you get the coin, you'll be sent in the future, very near future, a lot of really, really special, exclusive things. Unless there's a nuclear war or I get assassinated or put in prison and taken off the air. But if we're able to keep fighting, uh, founding members will uh, definitely be pleased. And then finally, uh, there's a lot of other great products at InfoWarsStore.com, but we were doing a lot of accounting, trying to find money to pay the payroll. They're like, hey, Alex, we keep telling you, you keep designing new shirts all the time, but never really promoting them. So some shirts sell, some don't, but we have 63,000 shirts. And it just sell them at cost, and we'll move them out the door, and then only have a few shirts that are limited edition here and there that are popular. That way we don't have half the warehouse full of stuff. It's killing us. And I'm like, you're absolutely right. And the listeners have really come through. We started this special deal on Wednesday of last week, and we've now sold 13,000 T-shirts as of this morning. So 13,000. We're down to 50,000 T-shirts thanks to you. 
These are limited edition. They're never going to get made again. Some of these shirts uh, designs are 25 years old, like the Mass Murderers Agree shirt are 20 years old. The Tyranny Response Team shirts, none of these are ever getting made again. So please help keep us on the air and get a piece of history and help us spread the word, the third dimension, by taking advantage of the mega t-shirt blowout sale at InfoWarsStore.com. And finally, this is the last week to get 40% off on VasoBeats and on BioTrue Selenium. They're going to go back to 25% off. Right now, they're 40% off, and they're excellent at InfoWarsStore.com. Back to Owen Schroyer and our amazing crew in ATX. I'm in the belly of the beast, Connecticut, so please pray for us. All right, ladies and gentlemen, more coming up from Alex this hour and then a great guest in the second hour. Uh, Let me just hit some of the news right now before we come back with Alex. COVID cases in China hit record as Shanghai extends lockdown. So, yeah, they locked down an, an entire, basically it'd be like locking down an entire city or even state. They're trying to test 26 million in, in Shanghai is their goal, to COVID test 26 million. More than 80% of the country's latest daily cases were in Shanghai, where millions of people were confined to their homes. So, again, COVID cases hit record. But is that the story? No. The story is that they locked down the entire city of Shanghai, tested uh, or plan on testing 26 million individuals. And then they say, oh, look, 80% of the COVID cases are in Shanghai. Oh, no kidding. Where you tested every single person? Wow. Who could have guessed that would have been the case? Folks, you can shut down New York City right now. Forget about COVID. You could test for any disease. How about herpes? You could go and shut down New York City and test however many million people reside there or however many million people you want in New York City, and you can get a large number of people to test positive for herpes, and you could say, massive herpes outbreak in New York City, and then say 90% of new herpes cases are in New York City. Well, what's the real story there? It's not that there's herpes in New York City or that Herpes is all of a sudden spreading wild, like wildfire, or they, maybe that might be the case, but they're not making a big deal of it. The point is, you can go to any city you want, test millions of people, and get positive test results, and then the media can just say, oh, look, it's an outbreak. You could do it with any disease, any virus, anything, and then say, oh, wow, most of the new cases are in this city that we lock down and test everybody in. Oh. That should be common sense. I shouldn't have to explain that. But I do because when the Wall Street Journal reports on it, when all the mainstream news reports on it, they present it at face value like, wow, COVID has really hit Shanghai hard. It is just brutal there. No, what's brutal is the oppression of the people. What's brutal is the fake news media's coverage of it saying, that there's a massive outbreak even though they essentially shut down the city so that they could get the numbers to say there was a massive outbreak. You'd think it'd be pretty common sense stuff to understand, but it's not, and so we have to explain it. And now Fauci is, is crawling out of his rat hole. Fauci's crawling out of his rat hole, and he's saying, get ready for more lockdowns here. I guess he loves what he's seeing in China. 
He says, it's a good thing. It's a positive thing to lock down. It's a good thing to be a prisoner in your own country. Nobody likes a free country. Yeah. I bet Fauci would like everybody locked down because he's afraid that he's going to get a lifelong prison sentence for his crimes against humanity. But, you know, speaking of that, and I'll just go off on a jag real quick. I happened to re-watch the movie Dallas Buyers Club this weekend. And I don't know when it came out. I saw it when it came out. I, I was, it was always a good film. It's not really my type of film, not really my genre or, or cinematic experience. But the movie is truly fantastic. And when you consider that that is based on a true story... And you now have a better idea of Fauci's involvement in the AIDS epidemic in the 80s. And you have a better idea of what the government did during COVID to, to just us in the last two plus years. And you rewatch that movie with that context and that perspective. It really hits even harder. Our government hates us, folks. They hate us. They want us dead. And I'll have to come back to this news because I just got to make this point. You got to understand something. The rulers of this planet, the people that believe they own this planet, you got to understand. I mean, to be honest, I'm really not even their enemy. They just hate me for my free speech and my pro-human views. They actually look at me like, hey, you're you're educated, you're smart, you're in good shape. They really don't want to kill me. They'd rather have a bunch of people like me running around. They see gay people, they see trans people, they see old people, they see fat people, they literally want you dead. And in case you haven't noticed... That's why all the propaganda is aimed at you and aimed at women's wombs and children. It's a population control agenda, and when they see gay people having gay sex, like in the 80s, they literally wanted you dead, so they gave you a killer killer drug. The first ten amendments to our country's constitution were adopted in 1791. The first of these broadly protects the rights of free speech and free press. Free speech means the free and public expression of opinions without censorship, interference, and restraint by the government. 231 years later, free speech across America is under chronic and insidious attack. GCN is under attack. Your freedom is currently under siege from those who do not want you to know the truth. I'm asking our fellow broadcasters and you to rise up and help us defend our right to continue telling you the truth. Would you like to join us? If so, please consider visiting SaveGCN.com. SaveGCN.com. You may click follow, share, give, and pray. You may select all of those choices. I'm Vincent Finelli. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. You want to stop tyranny? Well, so does he. It's Alex Jones. And now, your host, Owen Troyer. Now look... I've got all the news here in front of me. I've got the political developments. I've got the COVID developments. I've got the the cultural rot of the left developments. I've got election fraud developments. I mean, I've got all the news here. I've got the video clips. I've got the left sexually grooming your children. I mean, it's, it's, it's all here. And I'll cover all of it today. 
But see, it really just all comes down to an understanding that people need to have and a worldview that you may not like, but you have to accept it because it's the reality. We have a current state of affairs on this planet where the, I don't even, you can call them the elite, but it's really not even that. You can talk about the satanic sex cults or the satanic death cults and all that stuff, but what it comes down to, and this has been recorded throughout modern human history, since the founding of this country, I mean, George Washington would write his journals about the Illuminati and Sheikh societies and all this stuff. But, but as the world evolves, so do these secret societies, and so do other factions that, that want to compete with them. But at the end of the day, call it whatever you want, the Illuminati, secret societies, shadow government, these groups of people have reached intellectual conclusions that if you're a deep thinker, if you're an intellectual person, if you're a logician, we'll say, you've, you've had these same patterns of thought. And you may have reached different conclusions. You have, may have reached the same conclusions, but, but you may have a heart, you may have a soul, you may have a Christian ethos or a, uh, some other religious ethos that makes you have love instead of hate and believe in good instead of evil and believe in a creator. And that's the ultimate power. That's the be-all, end-all. Not you or whatever humans do on this planet. But see, this group of elite don't go off of that logic. They don't believe in divine creation or your divine existence. Instead, they look at the planet like it's a business. The best analogy I could make for you to try to understand this mindset, and this may go over many people's heads, but, but for me, we grew up with video games like SimCity or basically these, these games that just simulate life in some form and you're in charge of a city or you're in charge of a civilization or something and, and you, know, you have to make decisions to make sure the civilization blossoms or whatever. There's, the point is, that's how they look at the planet. The whole planet is a commodity to them and the daily operations or yearly operations or whatever on the planet are of major concern or cause to them. So if they think that there's too many humans on earth, then they're going to try to call the population. If they think there's a limited amount of resources and they want them for themselves to sustain themselves or, or their bloodlines or their lineage or their secret groups, then they're going to make sure that you're not consuming those resources. So when, when you understand that mindset, which I don't know if I'm properly presenting, but when you, when you understand that mindset and you, and you look at the world through that perspective, you understand the globalists so much better. You understand their operating procedure. You understand their motives. And when you tie that into the response to COVID or the whole entire story of COVID, it actually makes sense. Now, why do I use the movie Dallas Buyers Club as a prospectus on how to understand this? Because you watch that movie and you would say, huh. Because just like with COVID, it, it was the same story. It's like, huh. So we have an AIDS epidemic going on. We have drugs that we know help people that have AIDS, help extend their life, give them a higher quality of life. 
And then we have these drugs over here that are getting pushed by the FDA that people in, in high places have investments in that are killing all the AIDS patients. We're going to go with that drug instead. And you would say, well, why the heck would that be going on? That doesn't make any sense. No, you see, it does make sense when you look at the planet as a commodity of yours with scarce resources and a growing consumer base that you need to call. And so there's a certain level of evil to it. And, and, and quite frankly, there's a certain level of survival of the instincts and humanity to it. I'm not promoting this idea. I'm just telling you how they think. So, in their minds, their logic, their reasoning is, if you're running around and you're engaging in sodomy and you're getting AIDS because of your gay sex, then you deserve to die. You deserve to die. And we're going to give you a drug that's going to kill you even faster because you've made those life decisions. And so that's how they feel morally about it in, in this black magic that they engage in is, hey, you chose this lifestyle. Now you chose to come to us for help. We're going to kill you. That happened in the 80s. Now you've got COVID. The exact same story. Now maybe, maybe AIDS was made in a lab just like COVID. I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not here to have that discussion. I've seen the arguments before. In fact, I think it was uh, Will Smith even. Guys, look that up. Will Smith actually said at one point in time that AIDS was made in a lab. Huh. <laughs> That's just an old memory that popped up in my head. Will Smith claimed AIDS was made in a lab. So I- I'm not here to make that argument. We know COVID was made in a lab. We know that the treatment that was promoted by Fauci and others was deadly with the remdesivir and with the blowing your lungs out on a ventilator and now with the vaccines. All those things are deadly. So you got to understand, in their mind, it's like an IQ test. So maybe it's not a moral test of, are you going to go out and engage in sodomy and anal sex, which, which is a, a bad life choice. No judgment here. I, I mean, it's just, it's just true. And they say, okay, well, you're going to die for that decision. Well, now it's, oh, if you're dumb enough to get a vaccine, if you're dumb enough to go to the hospital and get put on a ventilator in remdesivir, and you're not going to do any of your research into this, then you deserve to die. And that's how they look at it. And they have no qualms in this mindset. Why do you think they operate with such confidence when they launch these operations? Because in their eyes, from their perspective, their worldview, they're doing a good thing. They're saving the planet from sodomites. They're saving the planet from people that are too stupid that'll go put something in their arms. Like that lady said from the NAACP, I'm not learning about the infusion. I don't care what's in the infusion. I'm just going to take the infusion. Well, that's stupid. That's, that's death. So they think, okay, you believe that, you're going to die. Yeah, they're, they're, Will Smith launches homophobic anti-AIDS rant and unearthed footage. He, he actually, guys, he went on 60 Minutes, I think it was in the 90s, with Leslie Stahl, I think it was. I don't remember who it was, but he went on 60 Minutes, and they brought it up. They were like, so do you believe AIDS was made in a lab? And he basically refused to answer the question, meaning he, he probably still believes that, but didn't want to say it on 60 Minutes. Or maybe it was Barbara Walters, actually. I forget who it was. It was Barbara Walters. Thank you, uh, crew. 
So you have to understand this is the world that you live in. And in their eyes, the people that believe they own this planet probably been in power for generations of bloodlines, generations, generations, dating back centuries, who knows, even millennia. In their eyes, they really think they're doing a good thing. And, and, and maybe they're really worshiping Satan or thinking they're getting messages from Satan. Maybe it's total demonic possession. That's their logic. You're on a lifeboat in space called planet Earth. There's not enough room and resources for everybody. And so they're going to they're going to be the protectors of this planet and they're going to call the population and they're going to keep it, as they say in the Georgia Guidestones, at a permissible human population of 500 million. Now, I don't believe any of that. God made this planet. God made this life. God made this experience. His will will be done. And we've got plenty of space for everybody. But see, that's how the globalists think. So just understand, when you see Dallas Buyers Club and what they do for COVID, yeah, they want you dead, folks. Anything of real quality, anything of lasting durability, anything that's really satisfying and empowering and fulfilling is going to be hard to attain. And when it comes to information, boy, is that true today. We see the entire global corrupt anti-human depopulation Great Reset Combine trying to collapse our society to build on its ashes their their transhumanist nightmare vision suppressing the voices of good people all around the world and of doctors and scientists and engineers that are exposing all their lies their covid hysteria their world's going to end in 2030 carbon tax global warming bull all of it and none of it can succeed none of it can actually be carried out unless everybody is silenced and gaslit and that's why truth comes with hard work and with research and with diligence. And that's why it's hard to share InfoWars links and band out video links. That's why we've got to share them now more than ever. I never compromise the quality of ingredients we put in InfoWars Life products. And that's why for more than two years, we've been sold out of Ultimate Bone Broth. And we could never get the ingredients again until now. And we have reformulated and not just used the same ingredients. We've boosted it and made them even stronger. So out of all the bone broths out there, I'm telling you, this is next level. Listen to what it's got in it. Cutting edge chicken bone broth protein isolate powder for better flavor and dissolvability. It's got turmeric root, chaga mushroom, bee pollen, goji berry, alfalfa herb powder, and a bunch of other amazing known berries that turbocharge your body with antioxidants. And then it's got a bunch of other incredible things like magnesium, potassium, and sodium added. I mean, this sucker has got everything for your electrolytes. It's got real organic cocoa butter powder with natural chocolate flavor and a touch of sea salt, and it just goes on and on. It is now back in stock. Ultimate Bone Broth Plus, available at 20% off and free shipping out of the gates at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. From the front lines of the information war, it's Alex Jones. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Owen Schroyer is about to take over again in a moment, and he's got some special guests, a lot of news, and, of course, your phone calls coming up here today. Really appreciate Owen 
uh, sitting in and doing a fabulous job here on the main InfoWars show. Of course, you can tune to his extremely informative and powerful transmission weekdays, 3 p.m. Central, and that is The War Room with Owen Schroyer and another very important broadcast weekday mornings with Harrison Smith, American Journal. Also has a lot of great guests and just amazing analysis by Harrison Smith. So please continue to spread the word about that. We are massively censored. We are massively deplatformed. But because of listeners and viewers with human intelligence, you've been able to overpower the censors in the last four years. And InfoWars has become the model and the standard of resistance and victory against the deep state of persevering. So thank you. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart for helping us all persevere together through what's happening. Now, I don't want to talk about this subject, and I know listeners are sick of hearing about it, but it's very important to the big picture and to your life and to what the future of our country and the world is going to be like if we don't become aware of this. So sit back for a moment and think as you're tuning into the Alex Jones show here today. Why would you have to be living in a cave to not hear about Alex Jones every day in the news being demonized. Why is that happening? Why do they hate me so much? And why is their main tool of demonization against me? Not that I'm a racist like they use on mainline Republicans and conservatives. Uh, Not, no, no. That I'm a horrible person because I ask questions about big events that start wars. I popularize the term false flag that's been around for hundreds of years. I get people to look at things closely and question. And that's why I'm the big bad wolf. If you look at what's happening in Ukraine, obviously the Russians are doing bad stuff. Obviously the Ukrainians are doing bad stuff. It's a war. It's terrible. It's horrible. But footage has poured out that's been proven to be fake by the Ukrainian side. We've not really caught the Russians doing any type of fake stunts or fake massacres because I think the Russians know that they're not sophisticated enough to get away with it. The Ukrainians have a very sophisticated movie propaganda system. Even mainstream media has talked about Zelensky's propaganda machine. He's been an actor all his life. And so they've been caught, though, staging all these fake massacres and these fake events. And now when you hear them talk, you don't know whether they're telling the truth or not. They have been caught using famous actors from Ukraine in battle scenes as victims over and over again. They've been caught using what's basically movie sets with Russian tanks they've captured to stage other events and claim that, oh, look, there's all these dead people on the street and they're actors, ladies and gentlemen. There's no blood. They're not even rotting. They supposedly have been dead there for weeks. We're not saying there aren't real people being killed. We're not saying this isn't really terrible that Putin invaded, in my view. But it's even worse that NATO started the fight to lure Russia in. What I'm saying is it's our birthright and it's common sense to be able to question the Gulf of Tonkin or question WMDs in Iraq or question Anthrax and Colin Powell to UN and to question Jesse Smollett and Bubba Wallace and almost all these hate crimes against black people that turn out to be completely staged by leftists to, again, politically make everybody guilty and to follow their directives. So when you see in the news 
on Fox and CNN and ABC News every day. And you, I mean, I can't even go to CNN's website without seeing articles every day demonizing me. You've got to ask why that is. Because they want everybody else out there to be scared to question events. They want everybody else out there to think that little people can't question official narratives. Going back to the case with Ukraine and Russia, I said that I thought Russia was probably going to invade. I also thought China was going to invade Taiwan because that information had been leaking out and the Chinese government said that they might do it. I think they're watching first, though, to see what Russia does. And I famously, of course, back in October of last year, made the prediction that by February that would happen. And then we saw Vladimir Putin lie and say that he wasn't going to invade while he was massing troops. Now, that's not him staging a false flag. That's not him staging dead bodies or massacres. But that's him lying and saying, I'm not going to invade, so that when he invaded, he had the element of surprise. Again, it's okay to question Putin and to say, I'm just not going to believe what he officially says. But we're told by the U.S. media, don't believe anything Putin says, but believe everything our media says when they have a much worse track record of Vladimir Putin when it comes to lying. So again, the most valuable thing we have is questioning narratives and not buying what we're officially told. Now we have Biden running around saying he wants war crimes. He wants escalated military uh, hardware sent against Russia because of supposed massacres in this town. And we have articles on Infowars.com and the videos that clearly show a lot of this is fake. Plus, remember the ghost of Kiev wasn't real. Remember the Snake Island massacre wasn't real. And it's okay to point out that that's those are lies. Now, sometimes we're going to question events and they're going to turn out to be real. We've seen that with mass shootings, but it's it's okay and it's healthy to question those things. But that's why you see it all over the news that Alex Jones is the worst person on earth because the idea of someone questioning the establishment is the ultimate crime when it's the bedrock of freedom. The ability to say two plus two equals four is freedom. George Orwell was right when he wrote that, and it's still true today. Everyone watching or listening to this broadcast today instinctively knows there's not hundreds of articles demonizing Alex Jones a day and and scores of TV programs on every major channel saying he's a horrible, bad person because it's really all just about Alex Jones. It's about you. They want to demonize the common man, the common woman. They want to demonize populist movements. And they see InfoWars and our operation as the example of the folk hero, of the little guy standing up. And so they can take something I've done in my past, questioning a shooting here at Sandy Hook, exaggerate it, lie about it, and then demonize me. People don't even remember Adam Lanza's name. They remember Alex Jones. And they come up to me on the street and they say, you killed those kids or leave those kids alone. And then now the lawyers up here, Democratic Party lawyers, basically under the command of Senator Blumenthal, they are openly saying that, oh, we're going to show his shopping cart and how he made more money on Sandy Hook days. By the way, how are we defaulted when we gave them all that and then they say they have nothing and now they want a double default where they have a trial where I'm guilty, already defaulted. A trial we're already guilty, just deciding how guilty, and now a trial where we can't talk or put on evidence to show that they weren't damaged. 
You understand how that works? So literal show trials at a level where the other side can't talk, where the defendants can't talk and can't even defend themselves. Oh, yes, you're guilty, but now you can't defend yourself on how you're not as guilty as they say you are. You're not this horrible villain. They are stealing your birthright of a fair trial. They're they're destroying the Eighth Amendment against uh, cruel and unusual punishment and excessive fines. They are raping everyone's birthright right now. And it is a triangle of a corrupt judiciary with a corrupt corporate media system and lawyers that are part of that whole triad of control. And, And this is a case point test example. They admit on MSNBC and other channels to take Tucker Carlson and everybody else off air. The idea that you sell products and that you're lying on air to sell the products is just absolutely insane. You tell the truth on air. People know you tell the truth. You have a big audience. Then you sell products that people want and need. That's a totally separate deal. I am talk radio on TV. That's our model. But again, they're selling the idea that when anybody that's populist or anybody that's conservative or Christian has their own outlet, has their own economy, has their own listeners and their own financial ecosystem, that that's the ultimate sin. And that came out in Clinton documents a few years ago uh, when the Western Journalism Center sued and got them out of their federal papers. It was the Clintons when they first got elected in 93 saying, our main mission is shutting down conservative ecosystems that are selling VHS tapes and books. We've got to silence them or they're going to form their own ecosystem and their own economy. And then the populace will take America back. And that's what this is. These are globalist dictators, world economic forum tyrants that have penetrated our governments, put their people into control. And now they don't want a peaceful political uprising of the populace that questioned them and removed them. Well, guess what? They failed and we're never going to be silenced. And the people are awakening and humanity will come together and we will have peace. and We will have justice and we will bring the criminals to justice. God bless and good luck. Hour number two coming up. We are only offering three coins in the series. The first coin was released in December of 2021 and sold out in 10 days. Now, the second coin, as we enter the last days of March into April 2022, is now being offered. And I believe it will sell out in just a few days again because these are historic coins and because our amazing listeners want to support freedom and keep InfoWars at the front lines of the fight against these tyrants. So, go for yourself to 1776coin.com and see the new Liberty Tree coin. It is powerful. Witness this powerful iconography for yourself and have this piece of history and be part of the founding member system that we're set to launch in the very near future thanks to your support of this project. Get a historic memento that helps keep InfoWars on the air and also gives you a real piece of history at 1776coin.com. can't say with 100% certainty that if the election wasn't stolen from Donald Trump and the American people in 2020, that the situation in Ukraine wouldn't be happening. But what we can say with 100% certainty is that the last two times Biden has been in the White House, Russia 
has invaded Ukraine. That is a fact. Now, remember, when they first started peddling the fake PPGate dossier, the Hillary Clinton paid for opposition research fake PP dossier, the claim at the time was that Russia had blackmail on Trump. Russia was controlling Trump because of said blackmail. And the blackmail was the alleged PP Gate Trump dossier, which was all made up. In fact, it may have actually been uh, actually a Hunter Biden story that they just said was Trump instead. Probably <laughs> may be the case, folks, that it was actually a Hunter Biden or Joe Biden story that they just did a uh, Indiana Jones switch and just put Trump's name in it instead, that it was going to be used to get Biden out of the out of the race. And it was actually the New York Times that was reporting that Hillary Clinton had dirt on Biden that the Clinton campaign was going to release that was going to cause Biden to drop out of the race. Well, he dropped out. They never released it. Then all of a sudden, the PPGate Trump dossier came out, which was totally fake. We now know it. So... The last two times Biden's been in the White House, Russia has invaded Ukraine. That is undeniable. Now, again, can I say with confidence that if Trump was in the White House, it wouldn't happen? Well, I can say that with confidence. Is it 100% certain? Maybe not 100% certain, but it's about as close as you can get. Now, why do I say that? Well, why doesn't Democrat liberal logic ever get applied equally? Because it's not logic. It's propaganda. So if said tape existed against Donald Trump that would cause Trump to be compromised by the Russians, well, then what does Hunter Biden's laptop equal? Ah, ah. Now, it would be very reasonable to assume not just the Hunter Biden laptop that we've seen or that we know about, then there's the second Hunter Biden laptop that got stolen from him by Russian or Ukrainian drug dealers, where we have a phone conversation that leaked of Hunter Biden saying he was concerned because these drug dealers in Ukraine, maybe they're Russian, maybe they're Ukraine, stole one of his laptops that had sensitive information on it. And after what we've seen from the laptop, I think we have an idea what kind of sensitive information that is. So who's to say given the Democrat liberal logic from 2015 and 2016, who's to say that Biden is not the one being controlled by Russia right now? And if you look at how the geopolitical picture has changed since Biden has been in office, well, it really shakes out with that logic, doesn't it? Russia has never been more relevant as a world power. Russia has never been thrust to the top of the geopolitical power structure in such a short time as they have since Biden got into office. And now we're looking at a situation where gas, natural gas transactions are going to be made in ruples and not the U.S. dollar. And we're just looking around the corner at that being the future. So please, to all the Democrats and the libs in the media out there that said Trump was going to be compromised and controlled by Russia for the PPGate dossier, which we now know is fake, tell me, where is your logic, where is your fair and balanced coverage using that same conclusion towards the Hunter Biden laptop story? 
oh, see, it doesn't exist because you're liars, you're frauds, you're phonies. Now, we're going to get into the latest situation in Ukraine with my guest coming up, independent journalist Jacob Creech, who's been breaking a lot of news when it comes to the biolabs, the Russian strikes on the biolabs, and the Biden involvement in the biolabs. The answer to 1984 is 1776. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. And now, your host, Owen Schroyer. Well, you know, all you uh, liberal Democrats out there that want to stop the war in Ukraine... Well, you could have done that by stopping Biden from getting into office, but you let him steal the election. And so now you're dealing with the consequences. You know, it's just so outrageous. (laughs) I'm watching. I don't even know what I was watching last night. I was watching something on television, uh, non non political, maybe sports or like a movie or TV show or something. And and I and I don't usually it's just full-on news on my TVs all day, but I'm just, I'm sick of looking at the left destroying America 24-7, so I've been trying to just divert my attention with sports and comedy and stuff. And then it's little pictures, or pictures of little kids in Ukraine. And this is like on all the networks. It's like Comedy Central, ESPN, ABC, who's ever broadcasting the uh, men's college basketball tournament. And, And I see the same stuff. All these different groups that would raise money for Africa, raise money for Jews, or raise money for this and raise money for that. All of them are now raising money for Ukraine. And they're all showing you the plight of the Ukrainian people. And then they have pictures of little Ukrainian kids up there, you know, saying they're starving. They need your help. They need your money. They need your support. And I'm just sitting there and I'm just watching this. And it's just stunning when, you, when you've put on the glasses, when you've put on, or when you've taken the red pill and you see this stuff, it just, it hits so much different. And you realize most of the people probably watching this, tuned in to watch a comedy event or tuned in to watch a college basketball game, have no clue what's going on. And they just see this propaganda and it's just like, oh, wow, really bad in Ukraine. Wow. You know, maybe they give a little money. Maybe just the propaganda hits home. But it's just, you, you sit there and you look back at it, and you're like, wow, these organizations have been running these scams, yes, scams, for years. That's all it is. And, and, and it's, it's like the same thing with the hospital. I don't want to come on air and be anti-hospital. I don't want to be anti-doctor. That's like the last thing I want to be. But I'm going to tell it like it is. You get COVID, you go to the hospital, you're asking to die. You got one of these doctors promoting the the death shot? Yeah, I'd avoid that doctor. I'd avoid that hospital. Does that make me feel good that I'm telling you you can't trust our health institutions? No, that sucks. So it's the same thing with all these charities that just pop up and the the latest cause, the latest craze, the latest trend, they fundraise for it. And you know the only reason they do that is because they're making millions and millions of dollars. 
And, they, and because think about it, why would they pay millions of dollars for advertising unless they were set to make millions of dollars? And they've already come out with all these group CEOs like the Red Cross and um, what's the other big one? Uh, it's like Gateway or something. They sponsor the NFL. They've, they've already come out. They're all making buku dollars. The CEOs, all of them making millions of dollars. Tiny, tiny fraction of your donation, like 10% actually goes to the cause. And it's just scam after scam after scam. And I'm just sitting here like I'm trying to watch a ba- I'm trying to trying to watch a basketball game and I'm get boom covid propaganda, boom gay propaganda, boom Ukraine propaganda. <laughs> and this is just all in a 2-3 minute break. And it just sucks like just the propaganda is everywhere and you have to fully remove yourself from the establishment, from the corporate establishment. You have to fully remove yourself. Otherwise, you're just sitting there consuming this propaganda all day long. And that's the problem is most people here are just tuning in to watch a ball game and they have no clue. They have no clue. They are just getting bombarded with propaganda the entire time. Even when the game's on with all the Black Lives Matter stuff, people wearing blue and yellow for Ukraine. I mean, this is during the game. Then you go to the break. And again, it's you're gay. Your kids are gay. Everyone's gay. Give money to Ukraine. It's just, it's nonstop with it. So we've got Jacob Creech on air with us. He's an independent journalist. He's been uh, the tip of the spear on many of the breaking stories revolving around the biolabs in Ukraine, the Biden involvement, and the Russian attacks on said biolabs. So I I bring Jacob in now. Uh, Jacob, just what is the beginner's course for this? What is kind of the introductory course to the biolabs in Ukraine, the Biden involvement, and the Russian assault on them. Uh, yes, Owen, thanks for having me on. Um, kind of for starters, uh, the U.S. DOD does have a biological threat reduction program in Ukraine with which they tried to cover up excessively once I started kind of breaking the news. I wasn't the first one to know about biolabs in Ukraine. I was the first one to make the connection that the Ukrainians, or excuse me, the Russians were moving into Ukraine to attack and or take over these biolabs um, due to the fact that they have been accusing the United States of creating biological weapons um, and doing dangerous research on pathogens in these labs in Ukraine. Um, So I was kind of censored and heavily attacked for bringing all this information to the forefront. Um, And since since then, all the information has come out to support everything that I have been pushing with, which the Russians are moving into Ukraine to attack biofacilities in the United or excuse me, in Ukraine, which was funded by the United States Department of Justice, or excuse me, Department of Defense. Now, what is the involvement with uh, Rosemont Seneca or one of these other Biden shell corporations that they launder money out of? What, what's the involvement there? Yes, so this information was brought forth actually from the Russian military to the United Nations. It was presented that uh, there was connections between Hunter Biden, the DNC, uh, via his investment firm, Rosemont Seneca, to funnel USDOD funds into one of their own biolabs that they own in Ukraine, known as uh, Metabiota. And there's so much more digging to be done in that situation and what, in the, uh, what research Metabiota is digging into and creating genome-specific pathogens to attack nationalities and races. So 
you can understand why Russia might be a little bit upset about that. Um, but yes, Hunter Biden and the Kerry family, as well as the Pelosi family and the Romney family, all have uh, family members sitting on the board of Rod Rosemont Seneca involved in this funneling of U.S. funds into U.S. biolabs in Ukraine. I want to get back to those names, but... I want to know if you've noticed this pattern, too, and if there's if there's something significant about this. Why was Barack Obama so intent on having all these biolabs weapons going or, or biolabs going, whether he knew they were for weapons or not? I guess you, you could say he, he didn't know, but it was Obama that made sure when the lab in North Carolina was shut down that all that research got sent to the Wuhan lab in China. It was one of the last things they did in the Obama administration to make sure that there was more funding into Ukraine, not just for neo-Nazis, but for these bio labs. What is the Obama connection with that? Is it significant or is that just something he happened to be there and oversee? Well, I would definitely say that it's significant, given the fact that in 2005, Obama, along with one other senator, was sent to Ukraine um, to observe and in place the biological threat reduction program. Um, so there's definitely a connection there. And the fact that they made sure to do this on Obama's way out was kind of sketchy in the sense that the deep state was utilizing these locations in Ukraine to circumvent U.S. congressional oversight to conduct their black site activities and create deathly or excuse me, pathogens with increased lethality and transmissibility. So I would definitely say there's a connection there, if, you know, if given the deep state and the activity and Obama being smack dab in the middle of all of this. He most certainly played a part in creating and generating this opportunity for the deep state to create these pathogens like I said, outside of the scope of U.S. congressional oversight. Um, so, yeah, there's definitely a connection there. I, I, I can't necessarily confirm any direct involvement like I can with the Hunter Biden, Pelosi's, Kerry's, and Romney's. So let's pick but, it up there on the other side of this break. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. Have you ever thought about turning your Glock, XD family, or 1911 handgun into a semi-automatic carbine? It only takes about 30 seconds. The MacTech carbine upper is classified as an accessory and can be delivered right to your doorstep with no FFL or background check required. It's the world's most versatile pistol accessory. Build your custom upper today. Simply go to handgunconversion.com. That's handgunconversion.com. Your voice counts. When you share information, be it over the internet or in person, it changes the world. The globalists know their agenda is unpopular. They know you're angry. And now to get around big tech, it's more important than ever that we use every tool we've got. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you sign up for our free news and show alerts, you can then take those alerts, those articles, and those live feeds 
both the regular shows and special reports, and share them with everyone you know. Take action now by texting the word NEWS, N-E-W-S, to 833-470-0438. That's 833-470-0438 for InfoWars Emergency News Alerts. Or text the word SHOW to 833-470-0438 and receive live show notifications. Take action now, create the chain reaction, and tell others to share those texts. Get news alerts at 833-470-0438. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Investigative journalist Jacob Creech is with us. We're talking about the bio labs in Ukraine. And 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 really, Jacob, I think that if we understand this story, we understand so much of the geopolitical corruption, specifically that that the American government officials are involved in. We know that there's corruption all over the planet, but we gotta clean up our own front yard first before we point fingers at others. And so we were discussing the clear Obama involvement of all this. I mean, literally from the time he got into the Senate in the early 2000s to the time he left the White House in 2016, he was all over biolabs in Ukraine, China, everything. But was he directly involved or were these just projects he was overseeing? You could have the debate. But with Pelosi, Romney, Kerry, Biden, and their family members, there is direct involvement. There are receipts. It's all on paper. The media won't cover it. So, so let's talk about that. And, and how this really shows the overall geopolitical corruption that our politicians are involved in. Yeah, absolutely. So what's really going on here is these, these major political families are utilizing their family members as proxies to carry out their black site operations to, like I said, circumvent oversight from their constitutional bodies with which are supposed to govern these activities. So, for example, the reason why we do this research in Ukraine is because it's illegal here in the United States, and it's also much easier to cover up these kinds of things if they're being taken, if they're taking place in Ukraine as opposed to the U.S. So, these families are utilizing their own investment firms and their own biological research facilities. Which, why do politicians own biological research facilities in other countries, let alone our own countries? What the hell are they doing? Um, if you are willing to believe that it's uh, benevolent in any manner, then you're ignorant. It's 100% nefarious. There's no reason why they would want to do this other than to get their hands into something with which they could use to enact control on the population. So, yes, our U.S. politicians are utilizing corrupt methods, quasi-legal and legal methods, to create pathogens to attack certain nationalities and genome-specific sequences and the Russians found out about it. The Russians went to war for it. The Russians moved into Ukraine for it. And the media and the left-wing media complex has gone to extreme lengths to cover this up, with which has now been proven to be 100% true, to include Victoria Newland confirming about these biolabs in Ukraine and being concerned about the Russians getting their hands on the information and the research they were conducting. Of course, that was Newland confirming that in Congress under oath while Jen Psaki was saying that they don't exist in the same hour. Uh, so that just shows how they lie to us. But I am curious. I mean, 
what is the motive here for the Pelosi's, the Romney's, the Kerry's, the Biden's to get involved in these labs? I mean, the obvious reason would be money. But I mean, is there some sort of anti-Russian sentiment that they carry? I mean, are they making a bunch of money? I mean, what's their real motive here, do you think? Well, now you're asking me to imply intent, which which I can't prove and legally can get me into trouble. But I can infer as to what I think is going on, and I don't really care if they seek legal action against me. Bring it on. Um, these people are – well, the re, let's start with the reason why Russia is mad about it is because the the Russians have put forth information showing that we were conducting research – specifically asking for DNA and mRNA samples of white Russians. So the Russians believe that we are creating biological weapons specifically designed to target their people, with which is why Putin came on and said that he had to invade Ukraine to neutralize a threat, with which was a threat to his population and his people. Um, so is it just about money? I, I really don't believe so. There's so many other avenues with which these people just just destroy and utilize our U.S. taxpayer dollars as their slush fund to enrich themselves, which they can do that strictly just from the their inside inside trading. They don't necessarily need to have biolabs in Ukraine just for money. It's nefarious, and given the fact that COVID just happened, and given the fact that they're now admitting that it came from a lab, it's it's pretty cut and dry as to what's happening here and if you can't see it i can't help you but there are corrupt politicians creating pathogens and they're getting out well and, and you, ruining the world yeah and and you just said it right there it's pretty obvious what's going on any any neutral observer seeing this can can say whether you like russia hate russia think russia's the good guy or the bad guy you cannot deny these bio labs were there you cannot deny that that's a dangerous threat. There's a reason why they shut them down in America. You cannot deny that it was a similar bio lab that caused the COVID outbreak, whether you think it was intentional or not. So, so I guess then the next question is, for these individuals getting involved in this, I mean, is, is there some sort of agreement? Like, hey, we have to be anti-Russia. Is it a protection against Russia? Do they? Did, I mean, or, or I guess the better question is this, because we don't know their motives, how about the media's motive? Why is the media so interested in covering this information up? Uh, they fall for fake news all the time. They give themselves awards for covering fake news, like the, the, the Trump-Russian collusion or dossier, which never happened. They give themselves awards for that. Why the blatant cover-up of this story, do you think? Well, 100% I can confirm as to why this is, is because the realization that we are conducting nefarious and or questionable research in different countries and biolabs across the world will eventually lead us to the confirmation that the U.S. NIH created COVID and either let it out or it escaped. You're welcome to believe whichever one you like. I believe it's quite obvious as to which one that is. Um, so the reason why they're covering up is because as soon as we get back to the fact that they created COVID, the entire narrative of everything they've been covering for years completely collapses. They tried to cover up the fact that COVID came from a lab in Wuhan. They said it came from a bat and some peasant eating bat soup, and they, which leads to all the other crimes they committed, such as covering up viable treatments for the bioweapon they released in order to enable emergency use authorization for their vaccines that – didn't work and were neither helpful or harm, excuse me, were neither safe nor effective. Um, 
And it leads back to the fact that they infringed on the 1972 Bioweapons Convention, which is agreed upon by all but four nations in the world, with which you cannot stockpile or create biological weapons. So the reason why the media is so hell-bent on covering all this up and making sure that everything is pushed pro-Ukraine, the reason why they made the entire country support a literal Nazi military installation in Ukraine just because it's not the Russians is all to cover up the fact that they created COVID, they let it out, and they utilized it to implement a medical police state on the entire world. Jacob Creech is our guest. Bioclandestine.substack.com is where you can follow his great news coverage. He's been on this since day one, folks. And when we come back from this break, Jacob, I want to get into more of what's going on in Ukraine because my biggest problem is, I want to know how you deal with this. My biggest problem is whenever I go and I try to look for the latest news coming out of Ukraine, it's literally two, there's literally two sides to every story. Oh, that's Russians torturing Ukrainians. No, that's Ukrainians torturing Russians. I mean, it's the same video, two completely separate takes. So my question for you when we come back, Jacob, is how do you differentiate what's real and what's fake? How do you differentiate if it's a Ukrainian army or a Russian army? Or, or do you just kind of say, hey, look, there's no way for me to be completely positive, so I'm just going to cover what I know for fact. Uh, Jacob Creech coming back on the other side of this break. So many people say to me, Alex, please stop being so negative. Well, for me, admitting I've gotten a rotten tooth and going in a root canal is not negative. It hurts. It stinks. It's got pus coming out of it. I go to the doctor, they fix it. That's not negative. I'm not living in denial. And so think of globalism as being hidden as an infection that we didn't feel yet, but now it's come to the surface. That's actually a positive thing. And so, yeah, Trump did overall a great job. They stole the election. We can't get down about that. We have forced them out in the open. So now they're trying to suppress us because they know they've been exposed. They're scared. That's why instead of saying, oh, we're a bunch of losers, look what happened. No, we're a bunch of winners. They're trying to suppress us. Let our light of truth shine and tell everybody what's happening. Your own website, your own show, my show, other articles, other videos. Just keep sharing however you can and realize we're in an information war. We're going to win this together. And the fight starts at InfoWars.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. You found it, the tip of the spear. It is The Alex Jones Show with Owen Troyer. We got one more segment here with Jacob Creech and... You know, I've seen the American media's wag the dog technique for years now, and it's very apparent with the Ukraine situation. The media sets a narrative, the brainwashed public goes along with it. Now, I don't want to be on the opposite side of that, but yet still being in, in a wag the dog situation where whenever I see the mainstream media or the American media covering something or forcing a talking point or a narrative, I just assume it's fake because in a way that's that's me being wagged by the dog as well, even if that is probably the best way to approach the situation. But Jacob, I'm sure you're having uh, the same problems or, or rather frustrations that I'm having where there's videos, there's reports, there's all this stuff, and it's it's literally two sides to every story. Hey, that's Russians torturing Ukrainians. Hey, that's Ukrainians torturing Russians. Same video, two different stories. 
So how do you how do you try to sort through all the propaganda, all the wag the dog to try to find out what's really going on in Ukraine with all the headlines and the videos coming out? What's your technique or what advice do you give to people that are trying to follow this story? Well, for starters, I definitely agree with your sentiment with if it's coming from the mainstream media in the Western media complex, there's a good chance based on recent proof that they are lying. So that's the reason why I started looking into the biolab situation in Ukraine was because during the initial airstrikes, I figured this out within about three hours, was they were pushing that it was all from from Donetsk and Crimea in the east, yet there were random individuals, airstrikes going on in locations all the way in Lviv in the west and Kiev in the capital. So immediately I knew what they were telling me wasn't right. And that carries on with all these videos and such. Uh, you can go back to the, the Snake Island and the, the Ghost of Kiev and all, all the nonsense stories, the, the bombing of the maternity ward, which wasn't true and was actually overtaken by Nazis utilizing that as a uh, forward operating base. But the way I go about it is is I know for a fact if it's coming from the TV, it's a good chance that it's a lie. So I have to compile all the facts that I can to the best of my knowledge. When it comes to interpreting the videos and such, to be quite frank, I don't pay attention to any of those videos. It's so easy to stage those. It's easy to stage fake bodies, chemical attacks, uh, like the, the actor that got caught in the um, gas explosion that they tried to push as also being bombed by Putin. It's just impossible to confirm any of that. So I only deal with the facts that I can verify via documentation, um, like I did with the the, the uh, Ukrainian biolabs, as I found the source material on the U.S. Gov sites. Um, so I just find stuff that I can prove and 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 verify. But when it comes to videos and, and stuff going on in Ukraine, you have to you have to have a discerning eye and, and understand that we really don't know what's going on over there. And it is a propaganda war, U.S. versus Russia. And to be quite frank, I don't know who to believe, who I should believe or why I should believe either side. Well said. And an example would be the most recent video that I'm seeing all over the news, Fox News, CNN, MSNBC. They're all playing the same one where it's an individual with a camera walking down the street, and there's a dead body here, a dead body there. And, I mean, they zoom in. It's like they show you the body. They zoom into the blood. I mean, it's like so clearly there's a narrative they're trying to push there. And, again, I, it's like I don't want to be the one that just doubts everything I see on TV at the risk of being considered a lunatic. But, again, it's the same problem. It's like I know they've staged videos. We've seen them stage videos in Syria and other places where they have people in body bags and they start moving around or they sneeze during the film and it's like, oh, hey, we got to reshoot this fake dead guy scene. Uh, or, or like videos where they show Ukrainians supposedly doing mind sweeps and the cameraman is in front of the guy doing it. So he's, what, he's going to get blown up and that's your... So, I mean, there's obvious stuff that you can tell is fake. Then there's other stuff that's nuanced. But m- I guess my question is this, because... It was, it was not too long ago, 10, 20 years ago, whether it's the babies and incubator moment or all this other stuff where when the American media would show something like a bunch of dead bodies on the streets in Ukraine, all of America would jump and say, this is awful. We have to do something about this. It seems to me America's less sensitive to this now. Specifically, let's say the Fox News audience, for obvious reasons, most Fox News audience doesn't even trust Fox News, but they just at least consider it more fair and balanced than anything else they're going to see, where... Usually they would show all these videos of dead people and it'd be like knee jerk. We're going to war. It doesn't seem to have the impact that it's had in years past. Would you agree with that? Yeah, that's an excellent point. And that just goes to prove that now more than ever, there is 
less trust in the media than there has ever been. And that is due to the fact that we as an intelligence, a citizen intelligence apparatus, have massively expanded in our reach and our ability to provide a counter-narrative to just the absolute nonsense they've been pushing us for years. Um, so I give credit to this to social media and the fact that we have a voice, to, even despite and all of the censorship and, and deplatforming, we're still able to get this message out. And now more than ever, people are listening to citizens as opposed to what's coming through the news. So yes, I, I agree with you 100% that the people, to be quite frank, I don't know if I'm allowed to curse in your show, we're not buying the BS anymore. We're just not buying it, and we're going to figure it out on our own, and we're not listening to a single word anyone's got to say about it. I'm hearing mixed conclusions uh, just just from going through the waterfront of, of media. I'm hearing mixed conclusions. Some people think this war will be over in a couple months. Some people think it will be years. I, I tend to believe it's going to be years because that's what the West wants. That's what the Biden regime wants. They want this war to go on forever. It helps their stock portfolio. It helps the weapons manufacturers. It helps them have a scapegoat on all the problems going on in, in America and the world. So the West, to me, wants this to go on as long as possible. I don't think that's what Russia wants. I think Russia has a pretty clear agenda here. Denazify, get rid of the bio labs, get rid of the Western corruption. Uh, but, but knowing all this, weighing all this, how long do you think this war is set to go on? How much resistance can Ukraine really put forth over a long period of time? Or will Russia eventually just be spun out? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and confirm for you right now that anything going on in Ukraine is 100% at the mercy of Russia. Any of these narratives can, that are trying to say that, that Ukraine is standing up to Russia, that is simply not the case. Russia is operating under a specific set of rules of engagement. If they wanted to flatten Ukraine, they could have done that in the first week. They could have completely leveled the entire country, moved in, taken over, slaughtered all the civilians, and we wouldn't have any questions about it. But they're conducting a specific military operation as per Putin and, and their Russian military. So they're acting in a diplomatic fashion, and they presented these things through the proper diplomatic channels through the UN, accusing the US of creating biological weapons on their border. So Honestly, this is entirely up to Russia. Russia hasn't really advanced any any farther, and the media doesn't really seem to want to talk about that. They just want to keep showing you all these dead bodies and such. But Russia has been rather reserved, in a sense, as opposed to this dic dictatorial uh, narrative they've painted on Putin. But it's, it's entirely up to Russia. It, whenever Russia wants to end this, they will end it. Whenever Russia feels like they have neutralized the threat, which, which they view as a threat to their people, they'll stop. Quickly, what is your just view of Zelensky? Well, he's a former actor, and he's clearly either in control of or loyal to the globalists. I don't know if he's an actor for good forces that's just playing a part to take down the deep state, or if he's just a complete uh, rat that obviously is under control of the deep state. I do not know, but I know he's acting and he's playing a role, and he's not really uh, – any sort of militaristic or presidential force in Ukraine. It's, it's, it's controlled via proxies via the NATO and the U.S. Jacob Creech, great interview. We thank you for joining us. Tell people where they can follow you and get all this information. Yes, yeah, so as you know, I've probably been deplatformed everywhere, uh, but I'm currently operating on Telegram. You can find my channel at BioClandestine 
on Telegram. My Substack, where you can get my newsletter, is bioclandestine.substack.com. And I just recently got onto True Social. I'm still on the waiting list. You can find me at clandestine on Truth Social. Jacob Creech, excellent breakdown. Great work there with Bioclandestine. And we thank you for joining us here today. Of course, Owen. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right, there goes Jacob Creech. And you heard him, folks. I mean, he gets deplatformed. If you don't go along with the mainstream narrative, if you do your own investigative research and you put out facts that the globalists don't want out there on their social media platforms, they remove you. But we're glad that Jacob was able to come on air with us today and speak his mind. We like people to get banned by the corrupt establishment. That's a good sign. Introducing the newest product from InfoWarsLife.com. We are so proud of InfoWars Life immune support. It is concentrated herbs that are known on record to supercharge our body's natural defenses. Ladies and gentlemen, this is something that is essential and everyone should get. And on top of it, it funds the InfoWar, so that's a 360 win. Let me tell you what is in this amazing product. Concentrated elderberry, concentrated echinacea, concentrated astragalus root, angelica root, loatium root, and more. This product is incredible. InfoWars Immune Support, exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com, is funding the tip of the spear, the InfoWars operation. It is a 360 win. The only way you fail is by not taking action and getting this product to boost your body's natural defenses and keep InfoWars on the air. The globalists are hoping you don't take action. Take action now. InfoWarsStore.com. April 2022 just kicked off, and it's already been incredible. Klaus Schwab Bill Gates, Joe Biden, they, along with many other New World Order operatives, have gone on national television and announced that we are now under a world government. They have a summit taking place right now in Dubai titled World Government Summit, and they are announcing incredible tyranny. Everything we've talked about is now coming true, and the globalists want to take us off air. Ladies and gentlemen, we are running the biggest sale in the history of InfoWars right now. In our 28 years, all InfoWars apparel is being sold at cost until the inventory is gone and we're never going to print these t-shirts and ball caps and InfoWars flags again. We may have t-shirts and apparel in the future, but I don't even know. We are blowing out of everything to get emergency funds in right now. I'm firing the bat signal and asking you to get your t-shirts at InfoWarsStore.com right now. They're at cost. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Gentlemen, we are down to the final 2,000. In fact, it's going to be less than that. That was the number as of this morning. We're now under 2,000 of our limited edition. Number two coin in the set of three, Tree of Liberty coin at InfoWarsStore.com. You go to the storefront. You click on the image that we have there of the limited edition coin, and that will take you to 1776 coin or Patriot Collectibles to purchase your limited edition, which we also now have on sale 
originally was 150, now 130. This pure silver coin is a limited edition run, less than 2,000 left, and it is an investment. Now, yes, silver is a precious metal that a lot of people think is being synthetically kept down, the price of it, that is, by the central banks. But no, I'm not talking about making an investment in precious metals or silver here, though there is an inherent value. You're investing in free speech. You're investing in free press. You're investing in keeping InfoWars on the air. That's the investment that you make when you purchase the limited edition Tree of Liberty silver coin from InfoWarsStore.com. And I got to tell you, folks, because, look, I'm human just like anybody else. I can have a range of emotions like anybody else. A lot of times that, that pours out here on the air. But let me just tell you, I want to have a moment here with this crew and this audience to, se- to celebrate and say, we're still here. That is a victory. So free speech is not dead yet in this country. And when you go and you invest in the second set of three limited edition silver coins from InfoWarsStore.com, you're keeping us alive. You're keeping free speech alive. So yeah, you know what? Free speech in America right now is bloody, it's battered, it's bruised, it's got limbs blown off, it's, it's gimping up and down just trying, to, just trying to move with a crutch that's also been blown up, but it's not dead yet, and we're still fighting for it, and you're, and you're, and you're hoisting it up, InfoWars, as an example of free speech. So we appreciate that. And it is this coin that's going to fund us for the next couple months. And then just selling out of everything we have on the website is, is we're basically just looking to get the funds in, folks. And it's, I mean, we really don't know what's going to go down with the legal stuff. That's always kind of a mystery, except that we know they just want to destroy us. And that's why they do it. <laughs> folks, I'll tell you. You know, Alex is a little more transparent, I'll say with some of the legal stuff and you still really only get the tip of the iceberg but man oh man let me tell you if and when all this is behind us there are going to be stories to tell i mean i i like i i got something that happened to me yesterday morning that is just insane just insane but i'm not going to say on air and and i'm going to withhold it and and eventually, you know, I imagine eventually this stuff's going to be behind us. It might not go well, but it'll eventually be behind us. And uh, we'll tell the stories. And, and I mean, look, I'm dealing with, we're dealing with, you're dealing with full-on authoritarian tyrant-style censorship and attack on free speech in this country. But together, we're still here. We're still on air. We're still getting the great guests. We're still breaking the news and information and so that alone is a victory. So I salute you in the audience. I salute this crew. And uh, we will continue to fight for truth and freedom in America using our free speech to do it until they rip our larynx out, put a bullet through us, through our head, or throw us in a prison. And uh, believe me, they're considering all three. Uh, but uh, man, oh man, I'll tell you, when, when all this is behind us, whether for good or bad, it's just the stories that, that Alex and myself and others are going to be able to tell... I, I mean, I'm telling you, folks, it's just mind-blowing. Because I really, I mean, obviously, you got to have an ego to talk to yourself on air for three hours a day. I'm not denying I have a massive ego here. But, like, I don't really think of myself as that big of a deal. 
I think the world will turn just fine without me, whether I'm here or not. But then you go through the crap that we're going through here, and you're like, wow, I, boy, they really want me gone. Like, they really hate little old me. And it's just, it's just wild. But uh, I, I'm going to leave it right there. Just know, I mean, you're seeing a little maybe more than the tip of the iceberg just because of the recent stuff getting into the news and Alex being a little bit more transparent about some of the stuff that goes on behind the scenes here. But just overall, you're seeing the tip of the iceberg when it comes to the attack InfoWars is under. Regardless, you've kept us on air. Quite frankly, you're a miracle. You're our lifeblood, and uh, we thank you for it. So we're trying to sell out of everything at InfoWarsStore.com. That's why all the T-shirts and apparel is on sale at cost. That's why we're selling the supplements, top-rated supplements at a discounted price at InfoWarsStore.com. We just want to be here, folks. I, I don't need a million dollars, okay? This, this, this platform right here, this ability to come on air and talk to you is worth trillions of dollars to me. There's no amount of money that could ever fulfill that. There's no amount of money that could ever match that, okay? So, so I thank you. I don't need to be a millionaire. I don't need gobs of money. I don't need a bunch of big fancy houses. Yeah, that's nice. I'm a capitalist. I'm all for that. You've got that. But uh, that's not what we're here for, and you know it. And that's why you're here. All right. Let me just put away the rest of this news when it comes to Russia and Ukraine, and then we'll get into the rest of this news in the second, or excuse me, the third hour of today's transmission. FBI seizes $90 million yacht owned by Putin ally Victor Veckelsberg in Spain. So, so now the feds and the global government, which they say doesn't exist. Oh, really? Then, then why are they all going after these Russian millionaires' yachts? Hey, look, you want to complain about people being too rich and, and, and buying these ridiculous yachts that they probably use like four times a year? Hey, fine. Complain all day. But... Let's not sit here and act like Americans don't do that. And let's not sit here and act like it's a good thing that there's some sort of global government faction or that the FBI can go over to Spain and steal a Russian's yacht. Do you think that's a smart move by the U.S. government? No, that's saber rattling. That's adding to the, to the, to the war front. That's adding to the strife between Russia and the West. And it's just totally illegal. What do the FBI just go seize someone's yacht? I don't care. I don't, I don't care how bad this billionaire Russian might be. He's not chopping up kids or having pedophile island like Epstein. Then leave him the damn hell alone. But oh, he's a Russian now, and being Russian's a crime now. So that's what they do. They just put this marker on you like, oh, you're a Russian, therefore you're a criminal. No. Oh, you're a Trump supporter, therefore you're a criminal. No. But that's the mindset. And the reason why the left buys into that just, just head over heels is because it's such an intellectual, unintellectual position to take. It's the easy way in. So they just go with the easy way in. The most unintellectual. T- oh, yeah, Russian, bad. Oh, yeah, Trump supporter, bad. Yeah. And they just jump on board with that because it requires zero intellect, zero critical thinking, which at this point, I'm not even sure if they have the capacity to do. Honestly, these people have been so soul-sucked and so demonically possessed and so brainwashed. I mean, we've seen it. So this is, this is just going to probably continue to happen. 
And then the goal here is for the West to isolate Putin, and they want all of these millionaires and billionaires in Russia to turn against Putin, which, folks, this just shows you it's not working. So the more you see this activity from the corrupt feds, the more you know that Russia is actually winning. Okay? Let me tell you, if Russia was losing, they wouldn't feel the need to go steal a bunch of Russian millionaires' property and yachts. But because Russia and Putin are winning, they have to go do that to try to isolate Putin from his own people. And it's not working, folks. And our chicken-necked Nelly, like, oh, my gosh. See, and that's the thing is, Merrick Garland wants my head on a stick. So it's like, I realize now, oh, I go on air and I say something bad about Merrick Garland. He literally has the power and the will to destroy me. But you tell me who's the bad guy. So that's just going to continue to happen, and it's not going to help uh, peace uh, for, for peace efforts, and it's certainly not hurting Putin. Airbnb cancels all reservations in Russia and Belarus. Yes, if you have an account based out of Russia or Belarus, you can no longer use Airbnb. Oh, that's funny. Neither can I. I was banned from Airbnb. Doesn't matter I had about 30, 40 perfect five-star ratings, never anything negative. They banned me. So that's it. You're a Russian. You're a Trump supporter. You're a criminal. Uh, No, that's not how justice works in this planet, you liars. The newest product from InfoWars Life is now available exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. It is concentrated known herbs and compounds that will supercharge your body's natural defenses, your immune system, while at the same time, funding the InfoWar. Our immune systems have always been critical, but in this globalist era, With all the criminal activity they're involved in, it is more important than ever to take the tools God gave us and supercharge our immune systems. InfoWars Life immune support is a game changer. And everyone out there that wants to be healthy and wants to boost your natural defenses should get it today. Out of the gates is 25% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Got a lot of other great products that boost your immune system as well, but this one is the very strongest we've got. So anybody out there, that cares about their health and wants to take care of themselves needs to get this product. It's also a great gift for friends and family to boost their immune systems as well. Get yours today at InfoWarsStore.com for 25% off.